You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with AJ Castavell, who covers the Padres for MLB.com. And AJ, we are recording this podcast on January 31st. It is a Thursday, and you may have been the busiest man in baseball with Bryce Harper going to meet with the Padres in Las Vegas. That report came out. Sources are saying that that is happening. Um, I don't know if we've confirmed that yet, but basically I'm going to hand this off to you, my friend, because as if we didn't think the outfield was jam-packed enough and that the Padres were ready to rock and roll in spring training with those six guys that we've been talking about for weeks, now the conversation about Bryce Harper being added into the mix potentially if things would work out. That's a, there's so many questions and I don't know if you have all the answers, but let's just start with the obvious uh, question here. I think is do the Padres really want Bryce Harper? I think they do. And I think every, I think pretty much every team should. He's, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. And I, I know the Padres have an outfield log jam and we've spent a lot of time talking about it. They have, they have six guys who have started in the outfield in the last couple seasons um, I, I don't think they're looking at Bryce Harper as as if they were to sign him as as being part of that logjam. He's 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 the one of the best hitters in baseball, and he walks right right into the middle of that lineup for a long time. And so it, there, there's been some talk about Manny Machado as well, obviously, and and the Padres' interest in Manny Machado I think is real. But it's not really a matter of fit. I think a lot of people say, well, they need a third baseman. They don't need a corner outfielder. When you can get guys who are this good and make this much of an impact, you kind of figure it out from there. The Padres will, if, if, if they were to sign Bryce Harper, they'll have room to, to maneuver and maybe trade an, an outfielder or two for starting pitching because they need pitching help or maybe look to uh, make a deal for a third baseman, which they've been interested in doing this offseason. So I, I, I think uh, in some ways they're, uh, th- this meeting is, is – uh, it, it's it's kind of procedural. They want to they want to meet with Bryce Harper, see maybe what he's looking for. Um, but that's not to say that that it's not a that that it's not a real thing. That it's not a realistic possibility. Um, the, the, the Padres have so many good young talented prospects, and they have a lot of controllable offensive guys and and a, and a young pitching staff who could come up in the next couple of years and they and they will be relatively affordable so in that sense they should have some money to spend if, if there's one or two guys who can put them over the top and on this on this free agent market i don't know that there's there's a better guy to help put a team over the top than a young about to be in his prime bryce harper so when you think about it and you, you think about the teams that are in play for Harper and then you think about the Padres, I feel like a lot of people would dismiss that team quickly. But what do you think is the draw for a guy like Bryce Harper? You know, he obviously wants to contend. The Padres will be contending soon, not this year, but he wants to contend. He wants a ring and he wants the money. Is Are the Padres, can they sell him on that? I think they can. I think a lot of it, a lot of it, is, will come down to money. I don't think it, it. If they're trying to convince Bryce Harper that they're going to contend, well, Bryce Harper's not signing a one or a two or a three year deal. Bryce Harper's going to sign a long term deal, and there, I don't think there are many teams out there who have better long term prospects than the Padres do. Uh, if if they are willing to spend money on guys like Bryce Harper, because they have so many of these controllable, I mean, you look at the guys who are who are going to come up in the next year or two: Fernando Tatis, Luis Urias, 
Uh, and on the pitching side of things, though, Chris Paddock, Logan Allen, they, they have the pieces in place that are all going to be relatively affordable on rookie contracts that it shouldn't be if, – if, if players like Bryce Harper are seeing the big picture, it shouldn't be too hard to convince them that he can contend in San Diego because the Padres have invested so heavily in that farm system. Um, I, I, there's, there's obviously other selling points about San Diego, uh, <laughs> the weather, the, the weather, I, I know that's, that's the sticking point this week. Um, but he got married, he I believe in San Diego. I saw, is that right? What's that? He got married in San Diego. He got, he got married in San Diego. He'd be close ish to his family in Las Vegas. And so right. I don't think it's in a vacuum that, that Bryce Harper would be, would be looking at San Diego. I think there's, there's other factors too. Obviously the money will be a huge issue. What would the Padres be willing to pony up? But I, he's, it's not, it's not really a matter of looking at what the Padres have done over the last five seasons. When you're, when you're asking Bryce Harper, uh, what his interest is, it's a matter of what they'll do over the next, I don't know, seven, eight, nine seasons. And, and the future is pretty bright if they can add the right pieces to this prospect mix. Yeah. Okay. So there's just three things on my mind uh, when it comes to this. Number one is, and this has been floating around. Well, if the shouldn't the Padres be looking at third base? Shouldn't they be looking at Manny Machado as quote unquote the better fit? But um, you wrote about that uh, fit isn't necessarily the issue uh, per se. And and the other thing I'm thinking about is the JT Realmuto ties potentially to the Padres and the rumors that uh, Harper and Realmuto um, are close. Um, they, they, so maybe that's like a draw for, for Bryce Harper there. Um, and then just the, the superstar factor. I mean, when you think about him coming on this team and kind of taking over, um, and, and creating saying, all right, this is where you're going to be in the outfield. And then what do we do with those six guys that we've been talking about all off season? Yeah. I think all those things kind of tie together in a way, uh, First of all, I think going into the offseason, everyone kind of thought, you know what, you know where the Padres may be most set for the future is probably, probably outfield and catcher would have been up there on in positions. And now they're, they're interested in Real Muto and they're interested in Harper. And what that to me comes down to is just, you don't say no when, when there's, there's elite caliber players on the table i think i think austin hedges is extremely underrated i think he's a really good catcher jt real muto is probably the best catcher and so if you can if you can get the best catcher and the best right fielder uh you you take them if you can and so um, to me to me the 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 real muto thing is is interesting because um i think the padres just have so many pieces in their system and so Right now, it's not necessarily about building a 25-man roster that fits perfectly in every single spot. Right now, it's about getting the talent onto that 25-man roster. And then once you have guys like Harper and Real Muto, if, if you get them, then, then you can piece the other things together with the, with the capital you have in terms of prospects and in terms of major league guys. And so, so let's say, let's say the Padres got Harper and Real Muto, which is, which to me, I'm just, just talking about it. That sounds a little crazy. I, I would have considered that about a month ago. Let's say that happens. Let's, let's get weird. They have, they, they have, Guys in the outfield to trade. I think Hunter Renfro is trade value. I think Fran Mel Reyes is trade value. They're young, controllable, power-hitting outfielders. Um, Austin Hedges and Francisco Mejia 
definitely have massive trade value because um, because they're young catchers who are who have pretty bright futures. And so uh, you can use all of that to land pitchers or to land a third baseman. You don't have to necessarily say, well, we need Bryce Harper instead, or we need Manny Machado instead of Bryce Harper. Um, and and uh, again, all of this is contingent upon upon. Uh, what those guys would be willing to take and what they'd be willing to accept. And I don't think the Padres would would go into a trade for JT Real Muto without at least some assurances that he'd be open to an extension in San Diego. And so uh, it's it's there's a lot this is contingent on a lot of things, but to me it's not about filling out exactly what places you need on that roster. You know, you don't have to say, well, we need a we don't need a catcher we, we don't need a right fielder, so we're going to say no to two of the best players. That, that's not the way the Padres especially should be conducting business when they have so much farther to go to get themselves into contention. They need these elite caliber players. Yeah. All right. Uh, did, did we do we cover that? I think we did. Is, is that right? Do we do a good job? I think we did. I think, I think we hit on all the Bryce Harper talk, and now it's it's – <laughs> it still seems I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get ahead of myself. I know Padres Twitter already has uh, it seems a little <laughs> far fetched to me and the meeting hasn't happened yet. But um, it, it, I mean, it's it's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. And is that meeting is next Wednesday? No, the meeting is the meeting oh, tonight. The meeting is Thursday. We're, tonight. Yes, we're going over this on Thursday afternoon. It, it'll I believe it'll happen tonight. I don't know a time or a place or precisely who's there, but I've been told uh, it's some it's some Padres heavy hitters. Okay. All right. So we'll have a lot to talk about um, next week, which is great. Um, okay. So, so that's the newsy stuff. Now we're going to do, um, we're going to play a little game because we, we're going to spotlight some guys before we do a spring training preview. Cause it's just around the corner, less than two weeks. You'll be in Arizona. We're going to do most likely two. So let's start most likely to start opening day. I, I don't know the answer to this right now, but if, if most likely <laughs> if there's a specific, which pitcher will it be? Uh, I will say Joey Lucchese. He he had the the best season of all the options currently on the roster. Uh, but if I had to guess, it's it's going to be someone who's not on the roster, and they end up signing uh, they end up signing at least one more pitcher to come on board. But for now, Joey Lucchese is most likely to. Oh, I like that. Okay, most likely to break camp with the team that's not on our radar. I think Esteban Quiros. They they he's a backup infielder. He played a season in the Red Sox system after seven years in the Mexican League. Um, the Padres infield. In, wow. as, as we discussed, then he's an on-base percentage guy who uh, I, I don't think they're asking him to be the answer at third base long-term, but he plays multiple spots and he gets on base and he's a left-handed bat and he's not on the 40-man roster. So I think he's a he's a he's he's an outside kind of guy to, I, I, that I'd keep an eye on. Okay. Most likely to drive the craziest car in spring training. Ooh. Uh, you know what? I'll go Fran Mil Reyes. He's got some, he's got some swagger. I, I would... Be surprised at them. <laughs> Most likely to hit the first home run of the season. Um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Hunter Renfro. He's facing lefty Madison Bumgarner. Assuming they they end up playing, or assuming they end up facing Bumgarner on opening day, he has pretty good numbers against him, and it's a it's a nice righty lefty matchup for Renfro. Okay. Most likely to be the first pitcher to hit a home run this season. Oh man. Um, I'll say <laughs> I'll say Robbie Erlin. It will, and I'll, I will venture a guess that it will not be Joey Lucchese. <laughs> okay, yeah. Joey might get the start, but won't get that home yes. run. <laughs> yeah. uh, most likely to throw the first complete game. Um, you know what I'm, I'll, I'll 
I'll go with Eric Lauer. I think he's a little bit more efficient than than a Joey Lucchese type, and I'm not sure the rest of the Padres' options right now are uh, are kind of stretched out enough to do so. Most likely to hit the first walk-off. Uh, let's go with Renfro again. He's had some pretty clutch moments in the past. Most likely to earn the most walks this season. To earn the most walks. Eric Hosmer, I think he, his on-base percentage bounces back a little bit. Okay. The most likely to get hit by the most pitches this year. Uh, I, I think Renfro has a tendency to crowd the plate a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most likely to get the first call up. I'll say I, everyone wants it to be Fernando Tatis. I'm going to say Logan Allen a little bit before Fernando Tatis. I think he's got a shot to make an impact in the rotation. Mm, okay. Okay. Most likely to hit for the cycle. Uh, I think uh, Luis Arias has has all of the all the things you need to hit for the cycle, and I bet he's hitting toward the top of the order, so he gets quite a few at bats in these games. I, the Padres have a lot of speed guys, but I think Arias I think Arias is most likely to hit for the cycle. Can lay out that triple. Will Myers already did it, so I mean, I'll, I'll exclude <laughs> him and I'll say it's serious. Share the love. I like it. Um, most likely to get traded at the deadline. Uh, I'll say Kirby Yates. I think he's a. I, I think he's an underrated as a relief pitcher, as a relief weapon, and he's a year and a half left, and he could be very interesting to a lot of contending teams. Most likely to get the first ejection of the season. I'll go with Andy Green because I. I <laughs> a team who, who jumps out at me right away as as a guy who will get ejected, especially now with, with replay review. I mean, isn't it now you just turn to the dugout and hold your finger? That's yeah. right. Yeah, no more ejections. It's probably a good thing. Um, most likely, who's the team they're most likely to win their first series against? Uh, let's let's say the Giants. I think they they match up pretty well with a few of those Giants pitchers, and they've they've had some success against the Giants in the past. And I don't think this Giants team is necessarily as good as it was. So I think they win their opening series against the Giants. Actually, you know what? That's a game series. Yeah. Then Arizona's a three-game set after that. So I, I you know what? I, I think the safe bet is actually with Arizona, who who's lost a few guys this offseason. Yeah. Oh man, they have. They absolutely have. Okay. All right. I like that too. Most likely to steal the most bases. I will say, oh, man, it's it's tough. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll say Will Myers. There's a lot of options here. Franchi Cordero, Manny Margot, Travis Jankowski are probably all faster than Will Myers. Now, hopefully Will Myers doesn't hear that because he takes a lot of pride. in. in <laughs> but I think Will Myers gets on base the most times to make it the most, to make the most impact on the bases. So I'll say Myers. Okay. Um, most likely to lead the team in home runs. Let's say Renfro again. I think he's leading my answers in this. He's got... Uh, I, Fran Mil Reyes probably has the most raw power. Um, I, I think Renfro might be more likely to pl- to, to play more a and to um, and and he's 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 more swing happy than Reyes is. Reyes might might take a couple extra walks, whereas Renfro might hit the extra homer or two. Okay, I like that thought process. Um, most likely to strike out the most batters. I'll say Lucchese again. Um, I also am not sure if uh, if the if the answer is is actively on the roster yet, though. Okay, two more for you. Most likely to throw the hardest pitch. For me, that one's Robert Stock, and it's kind of crazy how how the Padres bullpen turned over in half a season last year. They have some legit hard throwers in that bullpen right now. Uh, Jose Castillo is another option, but I'll say Robert Stock, and 
I, I know he's he's on record as having said he wants to hit 105. I bet he gets. I bet he gets. <laughs> I bet he hits 101 at some point this season. Okay. All right. We're gonna have to remember this one. And then my last one for you, putting you on the spot a little bit. Most likely to win the National League West. Most likely to win the National League West. It's probably the Dodgers. Um, I know fans, Padre fans, won't like that, but they're uh, they there's there's not a whole lot of reason to think that they've regressed from their their team that's won I think six in a row at this point. So uh, I'll say the Dodgers. But the Padres are going to give them a run. For I, their I'll, money. I'll say this. I think if you're asking who's the next team that has the highest likelihood to upset the Dodgers and win the NL West. Uh, you can make a case for the Padres. I think that's either, either the Padres or the Rockies. Uh, to me, the Padres, barring some crazy trades, which we've already talked about as possible, <laughs> yeah. uh, they're, they're a year or two away. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to end it on that positive note, uh, man. You're going to be you're going to be super busy tonight, and I look forward to seeing what comes out of that meeting. Um, if if you can squeak those details out, I know I know you're going to try your hardest to find all that stuff out. Padres.com to get the latest on Bryce Harper uh, having that conversation in Las Vegas. Uh, JT Realmuto on the table. Manny Machado. Um, Maybe on the table, but definitely uh, 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 someone needing to fill that spot um, at the hot corner. AJ Castavell, you are a wealth of knowledge, my friend, and I'm I'm very grateful for you and getting to chat with you. Yeah, today. this was probably our most fun podcast of the off season. I think there it helped to have things to talk about. You know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, with AJ Castavell, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.